abandoned corporate America to embark on a whole new venture in horror podcasting. Please join your host and his sister for today's episode of Not Your Average Horror Show. <laughs> Get this untangled. Yes, hopefully we finally found a solution. Right. As we're sitting amongst um, a whole array of just random wires, lots of wires, lots of headphones, <laughs> and um, some expensive equipment and other shit works. Yeah, imagine that. It looks yeah. like a radio shack in here. And it sounds like... Uh... One of the last <laughs> radio shacks ever to survive, where they were just pulling all the stuff. After all the... They put up their going out of business signs of 50, 60, 70, 80% <laughs> off. And now the public just came in and took what they wanted and all the trash that's left. <laughs> Radio Shack actually still exists. Really? Where? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they sell anything anymore, but they do something else. They have an online presence? Um, I don't, they might, but I read recently somewhere that they still exist. Um, but nobody knows what they do. <laughs> and nobody knows where they are because I sure haven't seen one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like... And it's not like we live in the sticks. Right, yeah. I think they just like completely changed. Or maybe that's where they their... are. So uh, this trip down memory lane aside, Adrian is now back with us after a two-week hiatus. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed being entertained by our... Entertained in quotation marks by our guest host, Chris. Who He did a good job, actually. It was a very good quality stuff. And you haven't listened to it yet, so that's a shame. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll yeah. check out that podcast. <laughs> yeah, check out your own podcast one of these days. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no particular reason. I mean, we just, our schedules just didn't align that mm -hmm. much. Early part of this month, end of October. I was on the road for a week also. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was attending Halloween parties and yeah. et cetera. But, uh, yeah. Busy time of year. I live and uh, they live. Hey, I like that. Great <laughs> segue. So this one, yeah, I've been excited to do this for a while, actually. They live is um, is one of my favorites. Uh, no particular reason. Like, it's not really a scary movie. Um, uh, and it's actually one that came out towards the end of the 80s. So at that point, I had seen enough horror and I just kind of, when I first saw it, I wasn't like really blown away by it. We were mm -hmm. talking before how it is kind of slow in spots, especially like in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a slow start. But I think with these movies, you know, once you, some of them, when they've just been with you for so long and just like so used to um, watching them, you know, every year or throughout the year, whenever you do, I always like to watch these movies around Halloween time. And it is a John Carpenter movie, you know, who did the Halloween series, The Fog, um, a bunch of other stuff, which is pretty uh, notable. Um, this was one of his, which was a little less horror, maybe a little more sci-fi and a little more political message, too. Yeah, it really had uh, the flavor of like kind of those 1950s era yeah. classics. I think it was actually based on um, or there was a movie that was originally released in the 1950s and there was... Um, a short story it was based on. Yeah. Do you remember the name of it? Uh, Something that happened over the weekend. <laughs> Did it have a name like that? Uh, close. Eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. <laughs> there was a time and a place. <laughs> right. Yes. You were in the radius, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I never went. I've That name always, you know, stands out to me, but I've never actually gone and found it. Like, I've never seen it. I'm sure it's not hard to find, but mm -hmm. I'd be curious, like, what that's all about. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, so it's funny. Like, I'll go back to when I first saw it. So I think late 80s, like I was maybe I maybe saw like bits and pieces of this. And then one day I just rented it and it was on a Friday because like, actually, you know what would happen? Like, you know, I've mentioned this before. Our mm-hmm. parents, where they would go out either to dinner or some kind of like dancing event on Friday. Yeah. And given that everything was like an hour away from where we lived, that would be like an entire evening. Yes, Multiple exactly. Multiple hours of solitude. It would take just an hour to get there. Sure. <laughs> yes. That's why all the parties I would used to throw back then, like nobody would ever find the place. Right. Yeah. Very unfortunate. <laughs> Plenty of beer left over, though. <laughs> um, but Mandy would, of course, also be there. So that was part of the I'd have the house to myself to watch this shit. But then she wasn't. She was also there. Mm-hmm. So I had to strongly encourage her to watch some of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she still holds that against me. <laughs> you had to spin it in multiple different ways. To yes. A shame. Because like I watched some like really disgusting and horrific crap that i wouldn't even want to watch myself these days i <laughs> i made her sit through it back then. i guess but, you being uh so protective of what you expose me to now is trying to make up for that uh-huh but still you end up watching some of the same ones <laughs> albeit not like some of the ones like i said this one is not really that bloody it's no. not like violent there's some that, scenes- uh that 20 minute fist fight was the worst of it oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny I mean, they they ended up looking pretty stupid after all that. <laughs> but I like how there was at least some consistency with the bruises on the faces. That's one mm-hmm. thing I pay attention to after somebody's in a movie has gone through something traumatic. Right. Yeah. They really left the makeup on for at least mm-hmm. a while after that. Yeah. Like when they're yeah. sitting in that hotel room, they're just like sitting there and their faces are all lumpy. Yeah. That was a good commitment to uh, realism there. On yeah. Point. Yeah. Continuity. Mm-hmm. Good continuity director. Yes. Yes. Anyway, it was one of those nights, but here's the funny thing. It must have been in the wintertime because I'm, I remember like getting ready to pop the tape in the VCR, Mandy's sitting there and then suddenly like I hear the door open. I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> so they had come back because I guess road conditions weren't all that great to go into town. Uh, the horror. So I'm thinking, okay, great. I rented, I rented this movie for nothing. Wait, so and they like literally were barely out of the driveway before you put the tape in? Um, No, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> so like nice. immediately watch the movie. You know, sometimes, I don't know, I'd be doing something and then, you know, maybe get something to eat. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to like picture how far Dinner? down the road did they make it before they turned around? And- <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. My, I probably would have been like 14 yeah. or somewhere in that radius. Yeah, because this would have been like around 89. Yeah, well, around like when you were born. You might have been there, actually. Mandy would have been babysitting you. (laughs) You might have been sitting there as this was playing. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) And so, um, yeah, they came back a while later. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. I guess I'll have to just like rent this another time. But anyway, like mom knew I rented a movie. And she's like, so what movie did you rent? (laughs) Expecting it to be totally normal, I'm sure. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, I mean, she knew, you know, if I was in charge of renting it, it could be anything. But she expected that it would be within the parameters of somewhat acceptable, at least PG-13 tops. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, she's like, what movie? And I told her, she's like, oh, they live. (laughs) (laughs) I just told her what it was. You know, I figured she'd have no clue what it was and have no interest. Yeah. And she's like, she goes like this. 
oh, they live. <laughs> that sounds like a fun type of movie, you know, like echoing some one of those like 50s looking, yeah, uh, you know, gestures you would mm-hmm. see. Like that's how it would sound when they <laughs> had the old commercials for them. So she's like, that sounds like a fun, you know, movie. She's like, I think let's just all watch that. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I was <laughs> like, now what do I do? <laughs> what do I wow. pretend the tape's broken or really? something? <laughs> Back yourself but, into a corner there. Yeah. So anyway, here's the thing. I'm thinking about it though, as I'm standing there. I'm like, well, you know, I have seen bits and pieces of this, and what I saw Can't wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting there, you know, racking my brain and going through the movie in my head, and it's just like, yeah, I'd seen like a good, at least half of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there wasn't really anything that terrible it's like i think there's a shot that they might actually like (laughs) they might not like the movie but i don't think it'll be like so offensive to them that (laughs) they'll demand it be shut off or like get pissed off that i rented it in the first place so like yeah okay let's watch it (laughs) that's the worst that'll happen (laughs) they you know it's like they even like fought the check that was rated r which it is but oh wow yeah again not like a terrible movie so i just yeah okay so i popped it in there and we're watching it and I don't really remember too much of mm-hmm. like the reaction, any reaction, but we did make it through the whole thing. That's including the last scene. Well, that's what's hilarious. <laughs> like I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute going through that. So we, um, the first thing I remember of there being any reaction was of course, during that like marathon fist fight, <laughs> the so violence. I remember. So halfway into it, I think I remember death doing like making some kind of face. He's like, <laughs> Look, one good punch by either one of those guys is going to knock the other guy out. He's <laughs> like, there's no way this is going on <laughs> even minutes, let These alone. <laughs> two hardy construction men. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that I couldn't remember. So, of course, like you alluded to, the mm-hmm. boob shot at yes. the end. Well, I mean, and they're having sex on top of that. <laughs> So the funny thing is, it's just like, wow, we actually made it through this whole movie. And I knew that was coming because I had seen that part. <laughs> but at this point, I'm just like laughing to myself. It's just like, well, they can't shut it off at this point. That's the end of the movie right there. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, part of me like is kind of excited about it. And part of me was kind of like dreading it. And then yeah, it happens. I would have been anxious about it. The whole movie, I wouldn't have been able to enjoy it knowing that was like... <laughs> coming <laughs> yeah i don't know why it didn't really bother me until like <laughs> it came like when he's on top of the roof and like blowing up the satellite mm-hmm. and stuff that's when i started thinking about it like just a minute away from it <laughs> the imminent arrival yeah and so so okay the scene happens mm-hmm. and then this is what ma does she just looks over dad she's like and that was it. And then she might have looked at me and kind of like rolled her eyes. She was expecting more. I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know about That's that. That's it. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was it. And the credits rolled and that was it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I got away with one there. So could you imagine if it was like Halloween or. <laughs> oh yeah well she would know better she would know just by the name of it that guess, was yeah. but there are some movies some horror movies which might sound innocuous enough by their title and then or even like by the cover mm-hmm. i can't think of an example off the top of my head of one <laughs> that would trick somebody <laughs> like that but there's might have been a couple out there so yeah there wasn't like too much of backlash i don't remember them saying one way or another whether they liked it but 
Yeah. <laughs> if there was one horror movie, like a legit, I guess, horror movie rated R too, that I watched with our parents, this was yeah, it. This might have really been lucked the... out. It was a <laughs> family affair. Yeah. Mandy too. It might have been like the. <laughs> and um... possibly me. Yes. You could have been there, not even a year old, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun time. Um, yep. So, anyway. The actor, it's a John Carpenter movie. I think we mentioned, yeah, of course, we went through some of the other films he's known for. Very legendary in the horror world. He's one of the top names, just always comes up mm-hmm. when it comes, especially when it comes, you know, to 80s horror. And the birth of the slasher movie was Halloween, and he did that one. So this was definitely not nothing like any of those. It was definitely a different kind of idea. Um, Roddy Piper. So did you recognize him at all before or um, that name? I do not, although I do have um some words about him which we can get to. Yeah. <laughs> some words, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he was um he was a famous wrestler back in the 80s and that was back in the wrestling heyday. And that unfortunately was something else I was not able to watch either. That's <laughs> like I so desperately wanted to watch wrestling, maybe even more sometimes than than horror movies, just because like everybody you knew watched it. Yeah. And this was just like, no, it's, you know, they were like, it's garbage and it's just, it's stupid. And yeah, granted, I mean, yeah. it was. <laughs> to be fair. It was. But still, like when you went, when you were, you know, a kid, you just like want to watch everybody else's watching. And it was fun to watch like the few times I did get to see anything. And I just got really intrigued by the characters there was like some really fun you know of course hulk hogan roddy piper andre in fact like he those three guys andre the giant hulk hogan roddy piper they were probably like the three biggest names Mm -hmm. in wrestling at that time they're at least the household names that just everybody would know yeah like two of them were bad guys and hulk hogan of course was the good guy at least you know in that mid-80s well, it's funny time. because roddy piper is the one that i didn't recognize out of the oh really names. yeah oh interesting <laughs> okay fair enough yeah andre and, and hulk Hogan. yeah they would have been the one and two and he would have been the mm-hmm. third okay that's just based on my knowledge of wrestling maybe a wrestler will correct a wrestling <laughs> fanatic might correct me on the website or anything but i think that was pretty much it um, yeah, but his whole thing is he would put on the kilts and he would be either like Irish or Scottish. I'm not sure which. Same thing. <laughs> oh boy. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, Paul. I know at least one person out there who that might rankle if they were to listen. Not to mention the Irish and Scottish listeners. The, might... the entire two countries. <laughs> Millions <I> of people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so that was his whole getup, and um, yeah, everybody had their own type of theme, and so that was his. Um, but yeah, he was a good bad guy, and to my knowledge, like I don't think he acted much aside from this. Eh, there might have been like something like under the radar, some action movie I think he was in, but not much of anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would not say much of an actor. No, <laughs> probably very. He was one dimensional. Fine. <laughs> yeah oh okay <laughs> i was gonna say like you said you had something to say about him so i figured that oh i mean it wasn't it was... really anything to do with his acting like okay at all um <laughs> i just found it funny like they tried really hard to make him like a stud where he was like the one guy not wearing his shirt like amongst the entire oh that's funny there. yeah yeah <laughs> in the construction world but then th- there was like a point where i was like i don't know 
how it came into like my realm of consciousness, but I was like thinking of like how how old is this guy? And I was like, oh, probably like forty two to forty five, and yeah, I'm just I would like say so, yeah. going through the movie, and then I like look it up. He was actually thirty four years old. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah. uh, that surprises me because I would definitely set mid forties, right? And then I was like, is it just that I like thirty five really in the eighties, and I just don't know? Like, <laughs> I have like <laughs> lost my perception of how old people looked of a different era, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, he was this man is my age, and I'm like. Oh, that's funny to think also. Wow, yeah. he's the same age as you. But yeah, I do think that people just in general looked older than mm-hmm. back then. And I, I think women more so because I think that the hairstyles back then did not do women any favors and the clothes oh, did. Oh, yeah. Well, even like Holly looking at her. I mean, she probably Who? wasn't any... Oh, Meg Foster. Oh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I actually met her in person. Oh, wow. At one of the, comp- the horror right. cons. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she was known for those like striking blue eyes they weren't even yeah, blue. it's well, almost like you can just like see right through i had that thought <laughs> and i wasn't sure if it was like the makeup or whatever no that's her real eyes i it's... was yeah it was like i thought for sure that she was like probably a robot alien or something oh like, yeah <laughs> just yeah. because of how yeah well you were on the right track mm-hmm. not an alien but an an ally that was a great trick though a little mm-hmm. little sneaky trick, though, making her like one of those. And you, it, it should have been something that you'd pick up. Of course, I did not. Mm. But yeah, the fact that she was working with them because they they made it clear several times in the movie that there were hum- regular humans that were working with the aliens. Yeah, uh, the guy with the the watch. Right. I, I love that character. He's in a lot of John Carpenter movies, and he what actually randomly is in some of the Back to the Future movies. Okay, actually, or just the first one. He's the bum mm. that sits on the bench. When the car comes back and leaves that trail of fire, like he gets up, like he's got a newspaper covering. He's like, like what the? <laughs> it's been a minute George, since I've watched that. But George Buck Flower. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. You know what I did respect is that it wasn't like the the romance aspect where it was just like, oh, oh yeah, they like fall in love and he saves her it was just like oh, yeah no. there's none of there that was like a little bit of tension and then he ends up killing her i was like okay props for you know <laughs> Who, oh yeah that's right he did kill her yeah <laughs> yeah i'm trying i'm my last image of her was like when she shot uh the black guy uh keith david or david keith i forget which because there are two actors he has two first names yeah a and there are two actors out there there is a <laughs> Keith David, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's pretty cool though. He's been in several movies. Like he was, you know, moderately successful in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I don't know as much as he does like off Broadway. In fact, one of my coworkers uh, kind of like knows him to some of his Broadway stuff. Invite like, him on the podcast. But yeah. That's a good <laughs> idea. Wow. I should have held off in doing this movie. Well, he can come back as like a, an epilogue. Oh uh, yeah, the, or an addendum. Are they like this is really going to happen? <laughs> like he's really going to be on this planet? <laughs> <laughs> Why not dream? Why not? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he did. Roddy Piper. He did do a good. Jo- he did a competent job. You know, playing playing that part pretty good. And there is one scene in particular too that stands out at me. I don't know, no particular reason. I don't know why, but earlier in the movie, you know, when Keith David goes on his little diatribe about how. You know, kind of like the little guy gets screwed, and then you know the the you got like 
the two different classes. Mm-hmm. The one, of course, that has like all the brakes and they get like no problem with the fancy foreign cars and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just left to fend for themselves, you know, who maybe didn't get that same kind of privileged life, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so the, he's just kind of griping about that for a little while. And it's, it's just a cool scene, I think, because as they're sitting there, you see like the skyline of Los Angeles in the background. And then he just kind of looks at Roddy Piper and Roddy's like, you know, I believe in America. I think <laughs> that, you know, you put in an honest day's work, just like things will happen. It's just like, just be patient. It'll come. And it's funny. It's just like, there was nothing remarkable about that scene, really. And they both look at the skyline and it's just, I don't know. It just kind of struck me as kind of, I don't know, a cool scene. I don't know why. Do you even remember this? Uh, I would say most people would not. It does sound vaguely <laughs> familiar, but I mean, yeah, I just got chills when you said that. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chills because you're not sure if you believe in America or chills because it's like, yes, it will happen. Um, or no comment. <laughs> as currently an individual who is seeking work, it's like a nice, uh, you know, sentiment. Yeah. So you're kind of Put with in those. the work and it'll come. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sounds good. It'll come. Just be patient. <laughs> but then he finds out. It's just like, oh, yeah, the cards are stacked against you. It is rigged <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With Alien. And um, yeah, so getting to that, like that whole, you know, political theme to it. When I first watched this, of course, like I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> At 14. Yeah. Like, it sure, all just went over. The, like, oh, the hey, 1%, aliens. The... <laughs> aliens are like disguised as some people and not others. And that was all there was to it. That's all. I, I didn't think any deeper than that. Just like, oh, cool. Their faces look like skulls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it wasn't until, of course, you know, maybe col- not even college years, maybe just like two years ago, I finally figured it out. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. So, it um if you go on you know blogs or reddit and something like that about this movie it's like a lot of people will say it's just like oh it's funny he kind of saw the future or turned out to be a documentary or something like that because <laughs> you really didn't see movies in the 80s just were not really that deep especially this kind of movie mm-hmm. you would not see any kind of like allegory in a horror movie it would all be just like straight up you know just kind of like yeah massacre and stuff never trying to say anything that big yeah i'm you know i'm sure there was some like aliens i'm sure there was something it's been a while since i've seen that and i'm sure there was more considering you know the people who who made the movie but maybe not as blatant as mm-hmm. this because it's pretty blatant in this right but um yeah it's i'd be interested in some ways i'd be kind of like afraid to see what they would do with a remake of this movie these days mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just think it's it was already political back yeah, then. Imagine like, how they would blow it up today. It would be like <laughs> too political. <laughs> yeah. It would be too over the top. <laughs> Nauseatingly political. And I think that, you know, the average horror fan back then that appreciated the movie like me, maybe just kind of ignored it a little bit. These days it would just be like so much, mm-hmm. you know. I think to do it right, they would have to lean more into the horror aspect and make the political part a little more subtle. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I would say that yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just assumed that because everything always does seem to get like um twisted or become amplified towards just making some kind of statements. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it gets lost. Movie making just gets lost in political messaging these days. Yeah, I could see it being like kind of a long 
like a Blade Runner type thing where it it has a message, but it's not like hitting you over the head mm-hmm. necessarily. You don't have the original Blade Runner or the uh, new one? I guess I've only ever seen the the new one. And I started reading Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is oh, yeah, I've heard of that. On, but <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't um I didn't see the new one. Mm-hmm. But the original I didn't think really yeah, okay, I guess. But I just thought it was clever because it was one of those movies where you know, you have it's focused on a main character and you mm-hmm. assume one thing about the character, but in the end like it's revealed the character was not who you thought they were mm-hmm. or it was something who they would have dreaded becoming. Yeah, yeah. A few movies have done that kind of thing. Like The Sixth Sense, I always think of with Bruce Willis as being the ghost. Oh, yes, with the Shalomon twist. Uh-huh. Yep. So it was kind of like that. And there's other examples. Oh, Shutter Island. I haven't one seen too. that one. Okay. I guess I just spoiled it, kind of. <laughs> if you ever did. This, though, um, I liked also just as it went from scene to scene in the beginning, just kind of you... It felt somewhat real. I don't know why, but as they're sitting there, you know, in that little garbage town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a name for that shanty town. Yeah. 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 He finds out about it. Uh, Keith David tells him about it. He's just sitting there. He's like, because, you know, he's he has nowhere to go. At the end of the day, he's just like sitting there with his shirt off, as you <laughs> noticed. He's just like, I don't know, getting his tools together and just kind of like sitting there and I think he asked his boss tells him he's like, "Hey, no sleeping on the job." He's like, "You got to find somewhere else to go." He's like, "Well, when do I get paid?" Yeah, exactly. His boss just walks away, and then like Keith Dave comes up. He's like, "Hey, listen, there's this place where some of us hang out, and you know, if you don't have a place, you can go there. There's some showers, hot showers, and stuff." And he just stares at him. He doesn't even do anything. And then Keith Dave looks at him like. And he just walks on, you know, <laughs> and just follows like, him. <laughs> yeah. It's stalkery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anybody following me. It's like, what did he say in return? Like, I don't want to like, follow anybody until I know. Where yeah. Going. He's like, I don't want to follow anybody. Until there was I know. a lot of like, th- half of this movie was like one liners. I feel like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Not the most memorable ones either, but there was, there was good ones that I recorded. Oh yeah. Like what? Um, which? Well, I wrote down the kick ass and chew bubblegum. Oh, yeah. Like a well-known. Like, I've heard that before, but did it come from this movie? Or it, it didn't. No. And it's okay. funny you mentioned that because I, um, but it did come from him because in his wrestling career, okay. when I watched it, because like I was not allowed to watch wrestling, mm-hmm. I had no clue that was his phrase. Mm-hmm. When he entered the ring, he would say that. Okay. Yeah. I came here to chew ass. Chew ass. <laughs> That could also be a saying. Yeah, not in this movie. <laughs> right. Maybe the X-rated section. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, I'm watching it. I was just like, okay, haha, that's funny. But yeah, that really was one of his uh, his taglines in one of his movies. <laughs> not movies, but his wrestling career. So that was pretty funny. Um, but I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. It's just like. It's like, yeah, okay, so you know the secret now, but you can't just go around shooting people, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you kill them, it's just like going to look like a dead human body. They don't turn into aliens. Like, Yeah, it, it all kind of escalated pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and even in that scene where he's like walking in like with this massive 
rifle like into the bank yeah Everybody that was just pretty dumb. like quiet and like <laughs> hanging out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like nobody's like screaming or like panicking they're all just like ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes his grand announcement and then i think that's when people start freaking out oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i know yeah it was it was um pretty crazy and it just it did escalate fast now when he escapes the bank and then those two cops come up come up to him in the alleyway you know and they know mm-hmm. he can see them now like the secret's out mm-hmm. and they're like you look just as shitty to us as you <laughs> as we do to you you know something along those lines he's like impossible and then the one cop's like i just thought it was interesting though like the way they would invite people into their little world mm-hmm. and i wonder if i had been in that position would i have gone along with them I probably would have <laughs> it, yeah. it, coming well, from like where he was coming from, yeah. like with, with nothing. I mean, he's a construction worker and right? he's, he knew what he was getting into career wise, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But I just wonder, like, I don't know. I probably just would have taken it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> me too. Probably, <laughs> I'd be like, well, these are aliens. I don't know what I can really do. <laughs> to, yeah. Like, well, yeah, you know. it's either that or you'd, and who knows if they would have held up their end of the bargain anyway. It's just like they might have just told you that, and then, like, just next you thing you know, they got a gun to your head. Or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, you really wouldn't have had any choice. You probably weren't going to get out of that situation as yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, if these beings were powerful enough to take over the world, like, yep. I don't know, there's probably little that I can do <laughs> to, like, and having no plan whatsoever. That's the <laughs> silly thing. He had no plan. He's going to go, just start shooting every alien he sees. Yeah. And expect yeah. to get away with it. That's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, and then that's made reference to because like the guy I was talking about, the guy with the mustache, George Buckflower, who's he had some funny comments too in that little shanty town. Like mm-hmm. every time the TV show got interrupted oh, when, yeah. when the resistance mm-hmm. was trying to get their message out. You know, he'd always say something smart ass. He's like, <laughs> Oh, just that idiot licking his nuts again. <laughs> so he apparently got approached at some point and then um yeah he took it like he he agreed to go to that lifestyle and of course like he enjoyed all the benefits that they had you know Mm -hmm. the he's dressed in a tuxedo now and it's just like you don't you don't even recognize him because now he's he looks much neater than he did before and when roddy piper and keith david approach him at the end they just kind of look at him in disgust you know (laughs) And he's like, oh, hey, boys. Well, actually, no. At first, he sees them. He's like, he assumes that they joined the club. Right. And gives them the tour. Right. Right. He didn't even think to realize, like, they're because how would they have gotten in? But it was kind of suspicious that they're still dressed the way (laughs) if they had, like, converted. Like, why are they still dressed like slobs? (laughs) But that went over his head. He just, like, jumped right into a tour. Mm -hmm. And apparently, this guy got, like, you know, elevated pretty quickly considering the people he knew inside the studio and the yeah, kind of behind the like scenes stuff. This he was, whole movie happened in like two days. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all happens fast. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I kind of liked his character though. It's just like, I, cause I kind of felt like that would be me. Yep. <laughs> I would have done it and I would have like enjoyed like all the champagne and like the fancy watch. <laughs> and I, I love the scene. Like once, once they reveal themselves, it's like they're there to like do some damage. Mm hmm. 
and they they go ahead and shoot the security guards and he's looking at them like whoa whoa what, what's what's the problem he's like come on boys he's like what's what's wrong with having it what's wrong with having a good he's like come on he's just like everybody sells out every day <laughs> he made that comment. he's got a point <laughs> and then um you know but they weren't buying it they're they're just continuing to shoot up like all the guards there and stuff <laughs> And they're finally coming back to him and he's like, later boys. And he just like does a <laughs> wink and turns the watch and disappears. <laughs> cool scene. With that, so going back to that whole shantytown thing, mm-hmm. so, and the signal being mm-hmm. brought, you know, broken into made me think also of of that happening for real in the 80s. Like not with this kind of message, but it was just totally a guy just goofing around. He hacked into oh, yeah, I think I heard a podcast about that. Me too. I'm actually mm-hmm. like stealing this from another podcast I've heard <laughs> before because and they were talking about this movie too and they yeah. brought this up also. Slaughter film. I'll give them their credit. They're not even around anymore. Okay. Yeah. So they they yeah were talking about how this guy was like 86 or 87 was able to like hack into this major Chicago state WGN, which you would get. In fact, I think it still comes through on general cable packages like across the country because hmm. it's, you know, a pretty good station. Mm-hmm. And he hacked into that and it was just like the most random stupid stuff. Like, he, yeah, he didn't even do anything. <laughs> no, it was just, he just wanted to do it. Um, he had so there was this commercial McDonald's did back then where it had this this guy with like a big moon head on and sunglasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen it. And he played the piano like a jazz type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think he might have been wearing a mask like that and just saying like just goofy, almost gibberish. Yeah. In fact, I think the first time he did it, it was like on his local news, and it was to interrupt a um. It was it was interrupt like a sports highlight of a Bears Lions game. Oh man. <laughs> that just had happened in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and and um he successfully got through that just for like ten seconds. And then the sports the sports guy was like, What the hell just happened? Because <laughs> you know, he could see it being broadcast as he's sitting there. And um, yeah, so he just did that for 10 seconds. And there was like a Doctor Who episode also that was mm. on back in the day he hacked into. But then something, I don't know, something very much more prominent in primetime. I think he did it. Yeah, I feel like it would have blended in with Doctor Who in a weird way. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and people were like, oh, well, that's... It's funny because I had these old stack of beta tapes, which yeah. which were labeled with each episode. And t- they mentioned what episode it was, like on Wikipedia. I always mean to go back and see if I have oh, yeah, that. That's you probably worth a shitload of money. If that was like an it original broadcast from back in the day, I doubt <laughs> it. But um, so, yeah, he hacked into that, and then I don't know what the show was like. His his like flagship, <laughs> like his his massive breakthrough was maybe for a whole minute mm-hmm. onto one, and I think it just showed another person wearing a mask, like spanking him in the butt, like over her knee, I think. <laughs> I want to say it was with a fish, but I may be confusing this with like a Howard Stern um, <laughs> TV show, but it was just unbelievably stupid. Oh, a Max Headroom. I think he wore one of those masks. Yeah, also. that's, yeah, I think that's where I, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. So he was the most, they never caught him because mm-hmm. uh, the fine for doing something like that is, unbelievable it's, it's like, like prison time and it's like <laughs> i don't know millions of dollars because some one guy did get caught i think yeah. it worked at espn or something like that 
Yikes. Um, he was like a disgruntled TV employee. He was right at the station and he did it. So <laughs> well, he yeah, had the inside track. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's funny because apparently like back then, it wasn't even that hard to do. Mm. I mean, it was hard. You, need, you needed the right equipment. But yeah. I think just because nobody thought to do it before or to a very small extent, like there weren't the kinds of security on broadcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no like encryption or whatever i think it probably works like that in the digital scape now with the yeah broad and yeah now with everybody's streaming like who Mm -hmm. knows like how you would get through that but yeah it was funny it was pretty creative back then it's too bad like he didn't do anything with the power (laughs) right (laughs) or maybe he did the exact right thing who knows But for the purposes of this movie, it was just like that resistance group that was that knew the secret of the aliens and they were mm-hmm. trying to get their message out. But they weren't all that clear either. <laughs> it was just like that guy with the beard breaking through and it was just annoying. He's like, look, you've got to pay attention. But like, okay, to what? Like, who's going to know what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. So they could have done better better with their messaging. They even mentioned that inside that strong house that gets busted up by the uh, the alien cops. Like yeah. they're saying, we're not getting, we're not reaching off people. He's like, we got to get the glasses out on the street. <laughs> Something those to that yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. Which I was wondering after that, like half an hour fight scene where the guy was just insisting on not wearing the sunglasses. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, if somebody, a casual acquaintance of yours, approached you and was like, "You got to put these on," <laughs> would you do that? <laughs> um. I don't know because I think this person's really weird. And like, <laughs> You'd have to touch their sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know about that. I got a thing with germs. So depending on who it was, maybe if they were well-groomed enough, I might consider it. But if it was like some slob looking person, probably not. <laughs> You'd really have to, I'd really have to go through the fight. They'd mm-hmm. have to like really. You would have to fight this person for 40 minutes. Yeah. They'd have to get the upper hand and then like, force me to put those glasses on and you know incidentally with that i always wondered like why he didn't just like break the, you know he was going to do it in one scene and a roddy piper like was like no and he like pushes yeah, him off but there were so many opportunities like he could have like just the glasses came out of this situation unscathed yeah which is ridiculous out of this one hour long fight scene because if that's like one of the things that's prompting this fight like why wouldn't he just like done that from the jump <laughs> You know, there was like so many chances to smash these things, even like at the very end. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Got to take it up with John Carpenter, I guess. Right. I also love the part about that fight where he just like he chases him with that metal pole and goes right through the window of his car. He's like, what the? Don't they like start laughing at one point? Well, he does. Roddy Piper does. But the Keith David yeah, wasn't happy. I thought they it. were going to like that just pissed them off. Laughing, I thought and so then too. Like, oh, ha, why are we doing this? It's and... Like finally it's done. <laughs> but no, that just pissed them off even more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, well, that pretty much, I think, summarizes the movie for me. Oh, you know, one other thing though. So when he's at the lady's house, mm-hmm. played by Meg Foster, I forget her name in the movie, but Holly, Holly. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He goes up there and, you know, against her will, obviously, they pull in the driveway and the... the oh, yeah. What the heck was that? The two gay <laughs> like, neighbors? Left. Oh, no, I was... <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to comment on. <laughs> I was going to be like this lady, like, okay, sure, man with a gun, come into my house. 
Of- well, I mean, she had no choice. Why did you think the neighbors saw the she gun? Could or? have driven him to like a police station, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> well, he warned her not to do anything funny. Well, when you hear those words, I guess <laughs> that covers it all. <laughs> <laughs> they pull in the driveway, and those those two gay guys like are looking over, and they see Roddy. He's like really close to her, and they're rushing in. Mm-hmm. And the one guy just like, hmm. <laughs> I was never sure if like he maybe was wondering like who that guy was, or maybe he thought the guy was attractive. <laughs> Every time I watch the movie, I always wonder that. Wow. But inside. Yeah. Loose threads. Inside, when he's in there, and he's getting more relaxed with her. Mm-hmm. When she goes to like get the drink or go to the bathroom, whatever she was doing, mm-hmm. he thinks he's kind of like winning her over. Mm-hmm. And he, he he's able to stand up finally. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, I got to call somebody. And he's about to do it. He makes a turn, and she smashes him with uh, yes. glass. Mm-hmm. I love this the the shot. It's like from overhead. I don't know if you remember this or not, but it shows it from like the top of their heads from like the ceiling view, which mm-hmm. you never do when you're when you're filming something. For whatever reason, you're not supposed to shoot from that angle because it's just like a poorly I don't know the exact reason, but I remember It also seems difficult. Like you'd have to get on a ladder and stuff. Well, like, yeah, know. they've got enough equipment to do it, but just it's just from a from um i don't know the standpoint of the best pleasing scene or aesthetics and all that it's just kind of like a no-no that you're not supposed to do that but i think it looks great the way they do it here because you don't see it coming yeah and from the way she just like whips around and you see from like the top of both her heads and like hits them and pushes them out the window. I think it looks great from that shot, but you never see that in movies. You yeah, really don't. They just broke the rules. Yeah, that's what they did. They broke the rules. Like I remember in film <laughs> class, it's just like they, they said not to do that. They never explained why. Huh. Or I just forgot. <laughs> so with that, the only thing I have left to say is, what's the matter, baby? <laughs> or uh, <laughs> she's a on... bitch and she's in heat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Ah, some great great one-liners in this movie. Classic 80s cheese. Right, yeah. Well, that's They Live. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Wednesday.